sake, let's take a minute and give it up for podcasts. Am I right? Um, no, but seriously, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's literally the easiest way to make podcasts. So let me explain. One, it's free. Two, it literally gives you all the tools you need in order to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which is amazing. Um, also, the best part, in my opinion, is that it'll distribute your podcast for you. So you can hear it on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, literally anywhere you listen to podcasts. Pretty amazing, and you literally have to do nothing. The other thing is, you can make money from your podcast. There's no like minimum listenership required, so that's kind of cool. Um, But yeah, seriously, if you're like into podcasts and thinking about making one, I would check it out because it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Um, So yeah, go ahead, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What are you waiting for? It's weird that like people like A24 is so hipster and indie and cool now because A24 used to be weird fucking shit like that. Like Yeah, A24's like like, beginnings was what? uh, Ex Machina? Weird. That one actually wasn't too bad. I think Swiss Army Man was before that. Yeah, that one was really good. I was not. Swiss Army Man was, what, 2016, 2015? Oh, it was? Oh, wow. So it was definitely 2016, 2015. Oh, wow. That's weird. Well, yeah. Ex Machina, yeah, it wasn't that bad. But definitely Swiss Army Man. Killing of a Sacred Deer. Um, okay, I actually like that one, though. The Lobster. I like, <laughs> like that those one, too. Weird, <laughs> no, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm saying they're weird. I'm not saying they're yeah, bad. Yeah, they're really they're weird. Just really I mean, weird. yeah. It's yeah. interesting that they're getting a little bit more mainstream. But the stuff that is, like, more mainstream is, like, so good. Like, Minari. Oh, ex- yes, exactly. Bro. Yeah, they're like normal and cool and Indian shit now. It's so weird. I'm like, when did that happen? They really they do like, still make really weird re-brand. stuff because I don't know if you watched X. I haven't. Well, this but one I was a twenty four. X. X is a twenty four too, and it just also How did just you came see out, it? and it's, it's ridiculous. Not, it's not playing anywhere near me, so I couldn't see it. Uh-oh. Oh, you saw it in the theater? Yeah. <gasps> That movie was so freaking weird, though. I was like, oh, there we go. There's the A24, remember. (laughs) Yeah. I was kind of craving it a little bit, you know? I was like, I just want that, like, really weird, like, what the fuck is happening kind of of vibe. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited for the one with Jesse Buckley. I don't know who that is. It's called Men. Yeah, you do. She played, um... In, uh... She played the younger version of the the woman in the lost daughter oh okay i don't know that movie though bro that one's gonna be freaky it's by the same guys that did ex machina oh okay is this their the next one they've made after ex machina i don't know actually as i feel like they haven't made something they haven't made anything in like a really long time but yeah, I don't know. I guess now we can talk about Turning Red. <laughs> the movie we actually came here to talk about. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I'm Victoria. And I'm Serena. And together, we're Femme Noir. This podcast is all about women, specifically in film. We're going to review and analyze movies that are written by, directed by, or starring women. And we can't wait for you to join us. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts.
the movie we did watch this week um, that we're going to talk about is Turning Red, um, directed by Dong Shi. Um, it is about 13-year-old May who is experiencing the awkwardness of being a teenager, uh, but with a twist. When she gets too excited, she transforms into a giant red panda. <laughs> uh, description courtesy of Letterboxd. Um, yeah, so I, I would want to start doing, maybe in future episodes we can just start doing it. I don't know if we'll break it up into seasons. We'll start by talking about um, what we've watched this week and kind of what's trending, what we've heard, news, and, and things we've liked, and maybe even things we didn't like. Yeah. Um, then we'll go into talking about the movie, um, things that worked for it, things that didn't. Um, we can't really do fuck my friends on with this. That'd be really weird. But um, we can definitely... <laughs> We'll 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 rate it and then still give you like some some recommendations based yes. on the movie. Um, so that's what we'll be doing this week. So this movie I've actually turning red. I've been excited for for such a fucking long time because this is like this would have been like my dream as a child to be able to turn into a giant fucking animal. <laughs> Dude, I, I like, know. I Especially a red panda. For, yeah, I was ready for just like the <laughs> Pixar so imagination to just like carrying me away with it so i like remember watching the trailer and like following the hype for this movie like i was excited as fuck for this movie um yeah interesting yeah i i like heard about it and i kind of like forgot and then it came out and then everyone was talking about it and i was like oh yeah i should watch that and then i did and i liked it but i was hesitant (laughs) at first um, mainly just because I was like, oh, great, another person of color as a main character that's just going to turn into an animal for the whole movie. But then oh. it, like, didn't happen. She wasn't an animal for the whole movie, and she, like, controlled when she was an animal and not. And so I was like, and she, like, controlled, like, a lot of her, like, animal self, I guess, like, and how it was, like, perceived. Like, she was the one that was in charge of, like, I'm going to do this so that I can get paid and, like all of that stuff like she 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 was the one that made all those choices so i was like this is actually a lot better than i was expecting i didn't even think about that a lot less offensive but that is typically i think i don't know do you feel like there are differences between disney and pixar because i think that's an issue with specifically disney movies like um princess and the frog yeah princess and the frog emperor's new groove um soul yeah soul. <laughs> and like those other ones yeah where they kind of just transform for the whole movie but i don't think pixar has done that specifically or not that i am aware of well soul was pixar oh it was yeah. oh shit okay well yeah no one is free from the racism machine <laughs> nobody is yeah, I won't lie. After watching it, I mean, it was definitely cute and enjoyable, and I fucking stand the boy band. Like, oh, oh my tell god, me I wish the boy band was real. I'm like, no, okay, you want to know why? Done. You want to know why? Because why? the music was done by Billie Eilish and Phineas. You're lying. The, the I'm song, not. the yeah, main they song? did the songs. <laughs> oh, you know, and I was what? like, that's why that, that boy song. band actually goes so hard. Like, they're so, so cute oh their designs are so cute i'm like i already know i would have posters of them up in my room but yeah and that song goes hard dude i was like why is this so good it's so stupid oh. it's so good no i no, it's amazing unironically but then th- honestly the rest of the movie i was kind of bummed and that's why i don't watch trailers like you will just ruin things for yourself <laughs> if you watch trailers because you get your hopes all the way up and then it just doesn't meet it because I-, I thought it was going to be like 
uh, like more of a grand adventure, I guess. But the, oh, the only thing yeah. that they it do, was very, like, like you rooted said, in reality. Definitely, yeah. They just, yeah, they just sell her image at school, and I was like, this is so normal. <laughs> like, <laughs> I totally could have thought of this, and I was, I was thinking it would be something like, kind of like large and dramatic, like is kind of characteristic for Pixar movies. Um, and it wasn't. I know oh, that people yeah. have that issue with Onward too. Even though I actually liked the movie Onward, but I people couldn't were watch like, Onward. Chris Pratt always Chris Pratt was bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who it was. I just watched it because it was out. It was like one of the first things on Disney Plus. I was like, I don't I was know like, why his oh, voice yeah, is so annoying to me. And I just can't. Who, Chris Pratt? Yeah. Really? That's so weird. I didn't even know it was him. I was like, I don't even care about like him. Like, I don't really follow any news about him or anything. So like, I and yeah. I don't care to. But like, his voice yeah. is just like. Bleh. That was crazy. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know. Um. But that one, it's, like, about, a, like, a fantasy world where everyone is just, like, a, a creature, like, a goblin or, like, just random shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's it's also pretty much normal. Like, they're, they're all, like, like, crazy fantasy creatures, but they live in houses, in neighborhoods, and they go to school, and they drive <laughs> cars. And people were upset because they're like, how are you going to make a fantasy world and make it pretty much just like and make it life. normal <laughs> and yeah and, and give it capitalism and like you LOL, know that isn't shit that every fantasy do. world just actually a remake of our actual world like <laughs> i'm sorry people yeah. be talking about game of thrones like it's some new stuff and i'm like okay well it's not like he didn't make people of color slaves like that's real life, okay? Like, I don't need oh, a fantasy yeah. world. <laughs> I don't need a fantasy world in which women and people of color are freaking oppressed. It happens in real life. I don't want a fantasy world about it. Like, have a better imagination. <laughs> Wait, did you watch Game of Thrones? Um, I did. I watched up to season three. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I've never seen it, ever. And then I stopped watching it, and I could never get back into it. <laughs> I will say I was shocked watching Lord of the Rings. I was like, oh, there's a lot of white people in this. Dude, like, yeah, I was, I was like, like Lord of the Rings. Like, that, yeah, I was sure shooken. it's like a fantasy land, but like, is it really? Yeah. No, it's very much just like a metaphor for real life. Same with like almost everything that's made ever. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, well, yeah, I want. Yeah, it's unfortunate though because those are, well, Game of Thrones I actually don't know a whole lot about Lord of the Rings. I know that it's old. So it's like you can kind of be like, mm, it's old. Pixar has no excuse doing that in yeah. the year of our Lord 2020. Like, what the fuck? Like, bitch. No excuse. Yeah, it's just like, bro. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, I've never liked that. Like, even in, like, like Wally, I was like, y'all are going to have this po- post-apocalyptic world. But they're like, this is, like, the point, though. And I was like, yeah, I don't really care to watch people eat space food just like we eat food like normal. <laughs> don't remember wally that much if i'm being honest i i don't know That's why but i feel like i had to watch wally so many times oh. as a child like i don't know <laughs> why it was just like it always on, on it probably well, was, i didn't have yeah, disney channel because at that point i was living oh, in really? japan they don't and have i think disney i think <laughs> someone just owned it on dvd or something and they just like oh. always had it on like i cannot <laughs> watch that movie now I don't, yeah, like, I have never watched it again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, okay, that's the official review right there. <laughs> makes me fucking sick. It makes me sick. 
<laughs> one movie that probably actually sucks that I don't actually remember that much of, but I thought was really interesting that theoretically is Disney, but it's live action, was um that fucking John Carter movie <laughs> where they're like on Mars. I was like, that's such an interesting like premise. I really what? don't really know what it is, but there was like the whole world and it was so like crazy. And it just seems so Carter. interesting. I don't know. I, I like <laughs> this movie played on a cruise ship for that we were on for my aunt's wedding. But like everyone was seasick because we got oh caught in a storm. But this oh. movie played on repeat the entire time. <laughs> so i don't really remember like the movie or anything about it just that i was like really interested in the fact that i was like that's kind of cool it's like space but also fantasy world and like all that at the same time and i was like we need some more of that very interesting i'm 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 down for that i have no idea what that movie is i am so sorry it's on disney plus maybe i'll try to watch it again yeah, I'm definitely not a Disney file. This is Turning Red has been my first Disney watch since onward, and then before that, I have no idea what the last movie was that I watched. Um, Did you but watch I think Luca? There were... No, that one apparently is really good. Oh, you haven't seen it either. I haven't. Amazing. Yeah, but that one also was like mom a. Saw it. Huh? It's like a, the two, the two boys in Italy, but like. I don't know. They turn one, into fish. One is a mermaid, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or they're both. I thought they're both mermaids, but I'm not sure. One Maybe. of them definitely is found out to be a mermaid, and it causes like it causes like a whole, a whole thing. <laughs> There's a girl I know with red hair. I've seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's cute. But apparently, that um, one was like really good. I know Kiana watched it without me, but I think because I'm always like bashing Disney, Kiana was probably like, Vic does not want to see this shit. But Kiana's review was, oh, it's really good. You should watch it. But I have no idea. <laughs> <if it's good. laughs> oh, I watched Encanto. I lied. Encanto is Disney, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or Pixar. Disney. Disney. Yes, I watched yeah. Encanto. I did like Encanto. Um, it was okay. Yeah. I would not watch it again, I don't think. Yeah, I don't actually think that it was as good as a lot of people remember it to be. <laughs> Like, people are like, this movie's amazing. And I was like, mm, it's actually, like, not. <laughs> I was like, dude, Ryan the Last Dragon was, like, way better plot-wise. Just, it actually made sense. But there were just so oh. many plot holes in Encanto. I've seen that one, too. No, there is. You're so right. And I was right. like, yeah. I, what? You're just never going to talk about this ever again? I was like, yes. so you guys all got your powers taken away. And then the movie just ends. I was like, are we going to, like, resolve this at all? Like, y'all should be facing major trauma from this. No, they get they get the powers back at the end. They in, do in Encanto. All I remember was just like the house being magical. They get them back like in the last song. Wow, I know, but it's not. It's just shown. Like you could probably not. I don't know. <laughs> and then like the the town just helps them rebuild, and I was like, okay, like I, I get it. Upset. I get the point, but like, okay. <laughs> I was upset because I'm like, isn't the whole point that they need value outside of their powers and then they just get the powers Exactly. Back? I was like, I that's was like, so you didn't dull. learn any lessons? Or it was all for nothing. This whole oh movie God. didn't happen, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I did like Bruno's <laughs> yeah. character. He was fun. But like, 
the and designs I liked, were cool. I liked that like they had like so much diversity and like skin tone and hair textures and everything like that part I yeah. do agree with people on is like absolutely amazing we totally need more of that and like body types I, th- I was like that's awesome I just didn't think the actual like plot of the movie was that good I totally 100% <laughs> agree yes thank you I totally agree <laughs> yep so I was like I I'm not gonna lie Ryan the Last Dragon I freaking love that one Oh, I already don't. I was like, that, that plot went hard. Yeah, I feel like, like that one kind of got ago. like snubbed because it came out like in the pandemic and like nobody kind of remembers anything that happened in that time. But like that one's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, that was only last year, right? Or was that two years ago? I... That was last year. I don't know. Maybe if it was last oh, year, it was like really early in the year. I can't remember. It was. That's so crazy. I don't even remember. It's only been a year. Okay, so I've seen more Disney than I thought. <laughs> Even though there's been more than I've seen, there's I've seen a lot more than I thought. Never mind. Hmm. I forgot I saw those. Um, okay, yeah, but there were good moments to this movie. Um, I really liked... I was having feelings during that scene where she's in the realm, uh, like the spirit With realm, her mom. With her mom. <gasps> Bro. When she's like ho- holding her mom's hand and guiding her, I almost had a fucking breakdown i was like this is a little too real <laughs> i was like, like oh it was so God. emotional like yeah. yeah their relationship was really like even though she's really young you can tell that like their relationship is like you know not that of like i feel like that's where maybe there's a disconnect because a lot of people don't have that because re- how old is she she's like she's like school 12 elementary school 13 yeah like, like, a lot of people 12, don't remember being a 13-year-old and they're, like, coming of age, you know? Like, like... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, the responsibility that she has, and especially that relationship with her mom, is a really mature, very deep, very, yeah. like, you know, she's responsible for a lot of things. She's carrying a lot of weight and a lot of burdens, and I think maybe there's a lot of disconnect because people don't relate to that, having that intense of a relationship with their family at that age, yeah. but I think that's something I was like, dude, that's a little intense and real, like... It was, yeah. it was definitely, like, they didn't have to say it, like, in that visual where she's, you know, walking through the spirit realm with her. I was like, shit, that <laughs> is crazy. Like, her having to, like, step up and take yeah. charge and, and be there for her mom. That was insane. Yeah. And t- she has to teach her mom the lesson. Yeah. That was a little, I was like, yeah, we, yep. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I, was like, I remember yeah, that there it moment is. in my life exactly. <laughs> like, wow, I totally <laughs> forgot I remembered that. You know? Yeah, I'm like I that. Like, oh. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really crazy. So that was something really cool that I that I did like. Yeah, especially in comparison, maybe that wouldn't have stood out as much if the whole movie was really serious. As much as I'm like, mm, it was kind of lame. Da da. <laughs> um, if the whole movie had been like that, it it wouldn't have stuck out as much. But because the whole movie was kind of lighthearted and, and yeah, kind of more comedy, that moment like sticks in my mind a lot more. Yeah, because of its like weight. <laughs> yeah, the comedy was pretty funny. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah, like like uh, it. Oh my gosh, I was dying when she like starts drawing the pictures of like her and like some imaginary dude and of like 
get like holding her and kissing her. Oh my god, the guy at the store. And then her mom finds it. And I was like, yo, she's really gonna do that, isn't she? And I was like, shoo, she showed him the drawings. No. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, that sucks. That really sucks. I, I felt embarrassed. Can you relate? I was like, frick. Like, I never did that, but dang, man. <laughs> It's so funny because you wanted to bring up that one variety. No, I I was asexual and very much so to the point where like that didn't happen. So I had to like pretend that I liked a dude because everyone was like, you haven't been embarrassed by like your parents for saying something that like you liked person. I was like, is that normal? And so then I had to like tell my parents (laughs) that I liked someone, which was a lie. I didn't like them so that it would now be this like fun little secret that we all have. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> so like I'm gonna tell him and I was like, Oh no, please don't. Like Okay, why do you have like in similar experiences to mine? Because I would make up that I liked boys, but I and I would forget. They'd be like, Oh, don't do you like him? And I was like, Oh shit, you're <laughs> Yeah, no, oh my god, I yeah, I would do that. And then like <laughs> I remember my thought of them like finding out that I quote unquote liked them wasn't actually the fact that like that like they would feel weird about me liking them, but that they might actually like me back, and then I would have to deal with that. <laughs> I was like, no, no they can't find out because I absolutely don't actually like them, but if they find out, they're going to think that I actually do like them, and now how are they going to believe me? They're going to think I'm lying. Everyone else thinks I'm lying. Oh my god, That when is there going to be a movie about that situation? We're oh. just going to have to make it, I guess. <laughs> we are. It's asexual representation, y'all. Asexual that and like so queer representation. I know. There's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of overlap. Pretending to like someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's, it's so funny. It, I still laugh about it. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, I can relate because like, like I had that experience instead of the one that she had where she was like, oh my God, no, this guy's, gonna, I'm, I'm embarrassed. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was shockingly a really common experience. I was seeing people on Twitter really, I was like, y'all are a little too comfortable sharing like how many times you like drew yourself kissing your crush and, Bro, I was like, and y'all your did mom that? found it. And I, like literally people were defending this movie like, it is relatable. I used to do that all the time. And I was like, you know what? Uh, y'all didn't have to say that. Like, I think, <laughs> I think you could have just kept that. Uh, That's true. Everyone to was yourself. like trying to defend it because that one dude was like, it's not relatable. And we're like, girl. I'm like, there's other ways maybe, it could like, be relatable. Shut up. You didn't have to like. <laughs> I can't believe that it was like, like, that's such a normalized, like, film critic, like, site and, like, publication. And he's like in an executive position. And he was like, Mm, I don't know. It's just like really niche and uh, like unrelatable. And we're like, how is it unrelatable to be a child? Like we were all children. <laughs> we're like the fact that you're like white male, homo heterosexual like cis mindset <laughs> is so catered Go to off. the fact that like there's a movie about like one person that isn't you. Like it's unrelatable. I'm sorry, we've had to relate with everything that you've ever made, so 
I'm just going to start writing about how white movies aren't relatable. <laughs> I'm giving them one star. <laughs> one star. Yeah, honestly, I like, it's just unfortunate because, um, like, we even make a disclaimer, like, just because we don't get a movie or we don't understand it doesn't mean that it shouldn't exist. Like, yeah. there's definitely value in a lot of movies that people don't, um, it's maybe not, like, on the surface there is okay you know what oh i didn't i don't think i bookmarked it dang it i can't even remember the logistics of it there was someone that i was following that talked about like a movie that came out i think it was like a really old guillermo del toro movie and someone who worked on it Oh, let me just let me just try and find it. It was basically like somebody saw the movie and it inspired them to make music and that somebody was like a guy in the band Muse or something. Like it, it's like the That's tiniest, crazy. <laughs> like, most niche sort of movie like can mean something incredibly to somebody. Yeah, like it can mean so much. And I was like, obviously, like we yeah, we make the disclaimer that these are like our opinions. But I feel like that's even like a bigger conversation that we we kind of talk around but not exactly address it really with like when we're talking about like the oscars and like oh yeah critics said this one was like amazing because if you actually address it most critics are white men <laughs> mm-hmm. which is why no, like true. some movies don't get acclaim when like the general audience is like yeah i really like that movie i really agreed with like how they represented this and represented that and then like a white man would watch and be like unrelatable I don't like it. And then his word is like the final say of whether or not it's a good movie or not. And so like in order, like I do like that a lot of people watching movies as like even just a general audience without like cinema, filmmaking, stylistic, like history and knowledge, like can actually have a voice and be like, what do you mean it's unrelatable? Were you never a kid? (laughs) I experienced that same thing as a kid kind of a thing, like on Twitter and like Instagram. Like, big enough so that it actually gets, like, you know, like, it gets talked about. But, yeah, it's it really is, like, one of those things where it's, like, there needs to be a lot more diversity in film criticism just as much as we need it in, like, behind-the-scenes yeah, film and on-screen representation. Because yeah. if there aren't people to actually review those movies, then they're just going to get, like... The white gaze <laughs> which is going to yeah. be overall harmful to those movies and those representations which is why we have the problem that we have in film yeah like it's really easy for people to watch a movie and and to have your first opinion be like oh it was good or oh it was bad based on your own experiences but we kind of do need like a subset of people who can quantify why it's good so yeah. that there is sort of like a, a you know like a um validity passed around (laughs) yeah like describing its value yeah you know because then it could have some for people that maybe don't have friends that watch a lot of movies or for people who don't have access to you know like those sort of like resources they just read in the paper or they read on variety or wherever they can see that you know oh you know what that does make sense and maybe i'll rethink the way that i think and and etc so yeah yeah, that i think that definitely is just as important as having the movie exist it's like you need to kind of have people you know that are able to discourse about why it is that it's good because like what is it that you're picking up on that actually makes it good 
like cinematically yeah. and critically even in a yeah. way like more than just like oh i enjoyed it or i related to it like there's a lot more into why yeah. you actually liked it uh-huh. and or we're here it. to help you i'm just kidding <laughs> A kind of, no, honestly, no, but yeah, like honestly, like, that is kind of why we started this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to kind of like put some language out there and say like, okay, this is why we liked it, this is why we didn't, and just have people thinking because it's a constant yeah. process. Like, there's definitely movies that I hate on first watch, and three years later I come back to it and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. what was I thinking? Yeah, just because it's a constant state of flux. It's not like you yeah, have like to we're constantly learning one and growing forever, and your mindset yeah, changes. Absolutely. Especially yeah. when, like, you're growing up in such a male-centric, like, heteronormative world, and you're, like, yeah. conditioned to think certain ways, and then being in the process of unlearning it, yeah, you re- you rewatch stuff from years ago, and you're like, this is so different now, like, that I have a different, ex- like, perspective, <laughs> and it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. There was a movie, I think, recently I, I watched, and I remember being like... When I watched this as a kid, I didn't get it. But now that I'm a, an adult, it makes so much sense. I can't remember what it was that I watched. It was like Coisio. But yeah, that kind of stuff does <laughs> happen all the time. So And then the, and that's a general like example. But there's stuff that it's like it could help on like like examining like racial differences and mm-hmm. gender differences and yeah. more complicated things. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think I actually, me and a friend were talking about The Hunger Games and how we watched it during the like lockdown part, U.S. lockdown of pandemic. Oh no! Way. And we were like, "Oh my gosh, this movie is so much more like intense now that I'm older." <laughs> we were like, "Oh my goodness, it's so different watching it now than it was like when we were kids." And I was like, "How the heck were we just children watching this?" So I was like, "This is like nightmarish," and I was like, "This is so scary." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> And then I was like, like I, I for some reason as a kid, like I really liked Gale or something. I was like, yeah, he's like mm. gonna fight and blah 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 and like fire. And then, and then I watched it again, like as the adult that I am now, and I was like, bro, dude's messed up. <laughs> oh, Gale was. Yeah, I was like, yo, he literally was like, let's just like bomb them. But then when our forces go in to, like, do first aid and everything and everyone thinks that it's, like, okay and safe, let's bomb them again. And I was like... <laughs> you were like, that's my man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is pure evil. Wow. And then I was like, I understood the ending of, like, the entire series so much more when she made the decision to kill, like, the... The rebellion like president instead of killing the guy that was just like old and dying anyway and they're like well the mob's gonna take care of him anyway but if i'm like if this is actually gonna if there's actually gonna be a change i have to kill the person that allowed gail to actually carry that like suggestion out because that mm. is what turns us into what we're fighting against and i was like bro did not get that as a kid <laughs> Dude, I'll be honest, those books, I didn't watch the movies, but the books went over my head. Like, not because I'm dumb, but I spaced out a lot, and I was like, I didn't really understand. Yeah. <laughs> like, after the first book, it kind of got boring, I won't lie. When they went back to the Hunger it's Games, so I was deep. like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, that's so much uh, more interesting as an adult. 
Okay, maybe I should reread them then. Yeah. I, I was not interested as a kid, which is weird. I was, like, bored, which is crazy. I'm learning, actually, a lot of, like, me and my friend Emma, we were jokingly, like, LOL, you remember that show, Once Upon a Time? Like, that, like, old ABC show? We're like, what if we watch that? And then we turned it on, and then we were like, dude, it's low-key it's so dark. <laughs> we were like, bro. <laughs> like, the first season, we were, like, sitting there, we're like, oh, yeah, Prince Charming, and, like, the evil queen, and whatever. And we're like, dude, the evil queen straight up had a sex slave. Like, she had a literal man that was under her control and power, and the first thing she did was make him have sex with her. And I was like, no, oh my god. <laughs> In the first episode? In the first season. It's like halfway through the first season. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god. It's like the Huntsman guy. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that was like the most popular show on TV for the longest time. I was like, that's so messed up. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I cannot believe that it was just like casually just in there. Oh, like damn! And then even think, just yeah, like the whole like... idea of being like an adopted kid, and they're like, "Yeah, no, I grew up with this trauma of like nobody wanting me." So now, like, literally just in the first episode, she's like, "No one wanted me," and now that I found out that like you're my parents, and I'm just like, "Why didn't you want me?" And they're like, "Okay, but like we did want you," and she's like, "I didn't ask for this responsibility." The heck? And I was like. Mm. I agree. <laughs> Stop. Why'd you call me out? <laughs> and I was what like, uh, okay, interesting. Did not pick up on that when I was like 13 and 14 watching this. <laughs> Wait, is this is this show for kids or no? It's yeah, adults, it's like a right? family show. And I was like... It is? Yeah. I was like, the oh, effects are so dumb. Oh, really? Like, the green screen is horrible. Oh, Okay. That's all. That's sad because it was ABC owned by Disney back then. I can't remember if Disney yeah. was making money or not. Okay, yeah, I think so. That's yeah, yeah, because that's how they got all the rights to do all the fairy tale creatures and things, oh, like God. the Disney version of those things. That's crazy. and like how like Pinocchio green screen. He's in the first season. Man's literally turns to wood. Like he dies, <laughs> in the first and season. we just watch him die. <laughs> you know what's funny is I read something do you remember like so the first how to train your dragon when that came out oh my god i love that movie so much i fucking love that movie but i remember when it came out we were like 10 or something like yeah 11 we were young and i remember reading a review and the review was good but i remember the writer saying because in the movie he like um he's like it's up to me and so he goes into battle and he like loses his leg yeah he loses his leg yeah, and he's like tw- 13, 12 or 13, whatever. And the reviewer was like, why are movies always putting kids in danger? Like, why <laughs> do you need... And I, I was like, you know what? Because everything that I consumed as a kid was obviously about kids. And I had Being never in danger, thought about yeah. it. Yeah, I had never <laughs> thought about it as a bad thing. Because I think I just figured, like, as a kid, I was like, well, obviously, like... Because, like, you have that sort of, like not closed off mentality yeah we have that very like post-apocalyptic like everything is going to crap as a kid growing up they like mindset just just narrative just ingrained in our in our shoved in our face just like sort of like a main character type of 
of feeling like yeah you, when you're when you're young or like i mean just everyone kind of feels like they're the they're the center they're the main character and so when you're young you feel like oh this is how everyone is yeah. you know what i mean like you feel <laughs> so like when it's a lot easier to relate to people of your age because you're like oh that's as as old as people get and that's how much they know and it's it's all the same as me you know and so i think i never thought like that it could be any other that it or that it should be any other type of age like when i would read about kids you know yeah like, like it totally makes sense that there's like a yeah yeah games getting murdered <laughs> yeah it's like i'm like oh that would happen because, like it totally like, makes sense that there's just enough. like a camp of kids that are theoretically ruling the government yeah yeah because it's like you you feel like because that's all you know especially yeah like, of course there's kids. children being tested on that have to rebel and overpower the people testing on them because it's immoral of course we understand <laughs> that at 13 yes because you do honestly on a yeah level, it's kind of crazy you don't understand what it's like to be older so you don't say yeah oh, i'll just do this don't. when i'm older you say oh i understand, you understand it, now. it now yeah so i'm going to imagine people my age yeah you know? yeah so I think that it's always made sense. Yeah. I don't know how this ties back to turning red. I don't know how we got to this conversation, but that's my opinion on that. Like, well, on the I same like conversation of not being able to like picture <laughs> or like understand what it's like to be older, like I've mentioned this to my my siblings a lot, and this probably has a lot to do with why. But like, whenever people ask me about my future, like I don't know, I can't picture it. Mm-hmm. After high school. <laughs> because everything stopped at high school in like every narrative that I ever read and experienced like there wasn't anything after that I have no idea what happens I can't mm-hmm. I, I have no expectations I don't know anything like I don't uh-huh. know at all like I honestly uh-huh. like like I nothing it's just a blank like, <laughs> isn't that kind of nice though it's kind of crazy kinda, like you get to just make like it Like, if up. I picture I myself nice. in the future, I just picture myself now. But I'm like, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. not yeah. what it's going to be like. Like, yeah. other people actually have a future image of themselves. And I'm like, what? And no, then they I get, like, disappointed yeah. when they're, like, not that image. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Well, I didn't actually. I thought <laughs> I was going to die when I turned 18. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, I didn't like, think I was I gonna, definitely... like, That was the end of life. <laughs> I cried yeah. when I turned 18. I was so upset. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? I was like, I don't want to be an adult. <laughs> everything I read about adulthood sounds like it sucks. But, like, everything was the same, right? It's not like anything changed after you were 18, right? Exactly. I was like, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> I was done for a loop. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, no, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, how can you imagine when it, it you, I mean, ha- what part of your life was predictable? You know, yeah. you kind of get, I, I get in that mode where I'm like, nothing in my life has ever been predictable. Nothing yeah. anyone ever said about my life happened. So there's yeah. no way that I can make a prediction. So I'm just not going to. And like, yeah, like I don't even imagine it. Yeah. It's like, there's no point. It's a waste of energy. Honestly. It really is. It's going to happen the way it's going to happen. And that's it. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That probably is like also just like a remnant of the fact that I like was a military kid. So we moved around every like whenever they said we were going to move. And so I just never had any expectations anyway. That's fun. Mm. We'll attack that later <laughs> in therapy. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but I don't do feel like. Therapist. 
I do feel like this has a lot to do with turning red though, because when you're experiencing those things as a kid, it is like, like, this is the worst thing that could happen to me. Like when you actually believe like, oh my gosh, no, this dude finding out that like, I draw pictures of myself with like fictional characters. <laughs> like that's the worst thing that could ever happen. And oh my God, it's happening. This is, this is, it's like my life is over. <laughs> yeah. And this film totally captured that. Like uh-huh. just that feeling of like, yeah, we don't know what it's like to be older. Like we're watching it from the perspective from of like the mom where we have all mm-hmm. this context. Like, like, and then like kids are watching it like, no, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. And like uh-huh. that's crazy. <laughs> like I we uh-huh. like we can't go back to that. Which is insane. Like there's yeah. such a different world view for children. That's insane. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I'm literally a panda, and they're like, Oh, it's her period. Like I thought that was so funny. Like the way <laughs> yeah. that it played off because she was like, I am literally a giant animal and this is the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life and they're like I know your period is it's gonna be kind of crazy and like (laughs) you're gonna feel all these things which like they don't really talk about in movies often like ever and so I kind of like that they're like yes no I'm so sorry like this is gonna suck for a little bit but like you'll get used to it and it'll be okay kind of a thing and I was like yeah no that's definitely what it was like like I like you know like you have that moment when you're like oh this is my first like period ever and you're like in class and you're just like fuck I just bled through my pants. <laughs> and you're like, that happened to you? That never happened to me. That happened to me. Oh, fuck. That sucks. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck do I do? There's just blood everywhere. That's, scary. <gasps> That's crazy. And you're like, it's just like in your me. seat, like a seat that like <gasps> someone's going to have to come in in the next period and just sit down. And I was like, nope. <laughs> that like, that's never just horrible, you know? <gasps> And I'm like, they awful. don't talk about that, but that's like a, or like you're just walking around with like a blood stain. And then like, <laughs> like, I think my brother was talking about how he was talking to a girl and he, it was last year too, it was a junior year of high school for him. And he was talking to a girl and I think he like cut himself on something. And one of his friends who's Oof. a girl was like, oh, if you like wash your laundry and you like put all this stuff in it, it'll get the blood stain out. And then my brother having absolutely just being like a boy because he doesn't experience periods was just like why do you know that and she was like i'm a girl <laughs> like blood stains are just part of our life <laughs> like yeah and i was like i was kind of excited that that was just even mentioned in like a disney movie that like millions of kids are just gonna be watching like it's just gonna be on in the background for them because like that's an experience that over half the population has that's never talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was interesting for sure. Um, I don't know. No thoughts on that, really, I guess. Yeah. It's just interesting. I yeah, I just thought it was interesting that they were like, yeah. like, no, yeah, of course a little girl when she's like, if that's going to happen, like, of course they're going to think it's one of the normal bodily, like, pubescent, puberty-like things that yeah. happens to you. It's, like, no, my mind's not going to go to she turned into a red panda. Like, my brain's going to be like, she's on her period and it's freaking her out because that's a normal thing that happens. And then they're like, oh, no, it's the other thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's regroup, repackage that. <laughs> and I was like, that's so funny. Like, 
to address <laughs> for like a small child, like especially a little girl. Like, yeah, if any little girl had turned into a like, if any of these movies where people turn into other characters happen and it was like a 13, 12 year old girl, like, no, everyone would be like, well, at least every woman would be like, oh my God, is she okay? Oh, she's probably just experiencing this for the first time. And we're just like, it's okay. But like, no, <laughs> like that, I was like, that obviously is such a like female gaze, like writing thing to include that because it was so normal in the film for them to like, that was like their first immediate thought. And I was like, yeah, duh. And then it wasn't. And we're like, oh, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was so, in like, that will probably stick with me forever. Just the fact that like really? that happened wow. so immediately, I think. Because, like, like no one had a second thought about it. They were like, yeah, no, that's what it is. <laughs> and I was like, you never see that. <laughs> like, it's always like, oh, shoot, this is happening kind of a thing. But they were like, oh, yeah, it's probably just that. Like, <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's true. I only remember, honestly, I remember used, I always used to be curious about that. I'd be like how is it possible that no one's getting their period? Like, in, in, like, The Hunger Games. Yeah. I was like, how is she not getting her period? But then there was one book I read, and I don't remember who it was by, <laughs> but they actually wrote it in that she gets her period, and it was so awkward and awful. I was like, oh, okay, that's why no one does it. And maybe that person was just, like, an awful writer. I don't know. But I remember <laughs> there, being like, yeah. okay, I never it? need to see this again. There was one it was movie so uncomfortable. where they actually like address the fact that you need like pan pads and tampons in like a a post-apocalyptic world i think it was the fifth world <laughs> with that like chloe girl from like kick-ass she's like the main Wait, character and she like goes to rob like or like well i guess they weren't robbing it because aliens had taken over the earth but she like goes to this like store to like gather supplies and she has to steal like tampons and pads and they like showed the tampon and pads like in the shot and i was like that's crazy i've never seen that before i was like the only other Damn. movie i ever saw after that that addressed periods was okay actually that's a lie there's two she's the man <laughs> when oh she yeah. shows the tampon up her nose because she doesn't want to be like i'm a girl i have periods and pretends that she has a nosebleed which is kind of hysterical that was funny when Channing Tatum just has them in his nose. And he's like, oh, sorry. I hope you don't mind that I borrowed these. I have a nosebleed. <laughs> I was like, that's honestly kind of ingenious. <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to soak up a lot of blood. That's crazy. And it does fit perfectly up your nose. That's crazy. <laughs> but then the <laughs> only other time was in Jupiter Ascending, which also features Channing Tatum for some reason. When he, like, gets stabbed or something. And this scene stuck in my head because it was so horribly done. And freaking Mila Kunis's character is like, don't worry, I got you. And she takes a maxi pad and sticks it to his like abs because that's where he got stabbed. And I was like, first of all, oh, the sticky part <laughs> of the maxi pad isn't the part that absorbs the blood. So how is this working? That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, that's just a basic misunderstanding of how anything works. Huh? <laughs> You know what? Now that I'm thinking like, about that it, it's me crazy off. that 
<clears throat> it's crazy that they're getting periods in like post-apocalyptic settings because now that i'm thinking about it if i was in the fucking hunger games i would probably be so stressed and also malnourished i probably wouldn't get you probably just wouldn't have now that period. i'm thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> i'm like that's crazy that if aliens took over she still has a she period still that a period. would suck <laughs> bro could you imagine you're like in the fucking hunger games and you're just like fuck <laughs> you're on your period Dude, forget about it. Uh-uh. Oh. Hell no. <laughs> She's like, sponsor, can you give me some ibuprofen? <laughs> Just drop some idol. ibuprofen from the sky <laughs> so that it can stop these period grabs. <laughs> She's like, I'd that rather die, awful. actually. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> She's like, I can't oh, even no. imagine. Before I was in the Hunger Games, I just took my birth control pills and I skipped my period. Sponsor. <laughs> can you can, imagine? Can you just drop down my prescription? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god, that's so funny. That is so weird to think about. Yeah. Right? So that's that'd be weird. I don't know. Sometimes maybe it's okay if they don't mention that because, yeah. <laughs> It's it's that's like weird. going to the bathroom in movies, <laughs> which we've talked about yeah. before. <laughs> It's honestly hit or miss. Yeah. It's like sometimes it's it's not bad and sometimes it's very bad. Uh, you're either good or you're not. Yeah. But I was like, for a coming of age movie, it totally makes sense for that to be a thing because that's when like That's true. Like literally the world looks at you different after you get your period and you're just like, this is like literally in the olden days, once a girl got her period, they were like, put a baby in her. Could you imagine being 13 and a they mother? They used to get their like, periods isn't that later. Crazy? Like, that's insane. <laughs> I read that they used to get their periods It was like 16, because... but still. <laughs> no, I think it was like in their 20s. People didn't live till their 20s. Oh, how old are we talking? <laughs> like, like I was thinking like, like 100 years ago. Oh, no, I'm talking about like way like before toilets. <laughs> Oh, actually, I don't know. Cause I, like I in ancient Greece, like... they were like, oh, yeah, she's got her first oh, blood. God. They were like, we can marry her off for money now. I guess that makes sense. And well, you're like, that, yeah, that's that's also when they had like 14 year old military leaders, too. That's so, true. I don't know. Yeah, because they were, they were, they were lucky to get to 20. Which <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. insane. Yeah. And it's like, why is that still dictating? Or like, like, why is it that, like, once I get my period, I now have to experience life completely different and with so much more responsibility? Like, dudes just get to chill until they're actually adults. Like, they don't have any responsibilities regarding their physical bodies. Yeah, Until they, they make, decide um... to care about it. Yeah, why do they have birth control only for people with uteruses? Because men. I, yeah. <laughs> they literally no made it and they were like, oh, actually, there's like side effects where I get like headaches and stuff, so I don't want to do it. Like th there's Wait. literal articles about the fact that they have actually made male birth control pills, but the majority of men that actually tried it were like, oh, we don't like the side effects. And so they never actually continued to to like put it out. Because the people that were deciding whether or not the drug would be able to like go on sale, like on the on the shelves, 
were all men and they were like, oh, we don't want to experience these side effects. Dude, I'm sorry, but birth control has killed people, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> birth control gives people lifelong diseases, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. No, That's there's crazy. like a crazy uh, documentary actually about, and it's very interesting. I think it's called Birth Strike. Oh, and I'm it scared. totally talks about like how it talks about like b- birth control and like how it came up and you know a lot of those those things. Yeah. I took a I took a class last semester about like science and tech and Ooh. and like the implications it has if you don't have like representation that's actually doing the science and <laughs> giving mm-hmm. the results. Because, yeah, you get birth control that is harmful to women that men don't even think about and don't have any qualms with selling. But when it comes to it being the same exact side effects for men, it's absolutely unimaginable. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're already at an hour, so <laughs> what would you rate the movie? <laughs> oh, my God. No, there's so much more about this movie you want to talk about. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. Just like I, I just really liked it. <laughs> I thought it was so cute. Like I thought it was nice actually to have a moment where like she, like is exposed, and the immediate implication isn't like a negative one. Like I think it was refreshing for it to be like, OMG, you're a giant repenter, and they're like that's so cool. I want to be just like you. And she's like, oh, really? Like, I was so scared y'all were going to, like, try and kill me. (laughs) Like, like, oh, if I turned into a wolf, y'all would try to, like, murder me. Like, you would just kill me on the spot. (laughs) Like, I would be shot. And just like, bro. (laughs) What the fuck? Wait, where? What? (laughs) You know? Where did you get that impression? What do you mean? Like, where? The girl wanted her to be a wolf. I liked the friends. The I friends were the friend. so cute. The designs were cool. The dynamic was cool. The yeah. little one was so freaking funny. The hyper like, one? Like, why was she so <laughs> intense? <laughs> I know. But it's like we all knew somebody like Yeah, her. we all had that, like, friend group where one of them was just, like, oddly chill. One of them was, like, very much in your <laughs> yeah. head and probably, like, okay, not gonna lie, but the girl with the pigtails is definitely gay. Oh, absolutely. Like, they the, are gay. Um, the, the flannel one? Yeah. I was like, she's yes. gay. Oh, you she's gay know. for sure. You already know. And the goth one. <laughs> Bro, I know. goth GF. Yeah. So funny. I was like, this yeah. is great. Yeah, they were really and I, Really cool. I think it was cool that they addressed, like, the fact that, like, yes, you can still have your family connections, but then you can also have, like, your, your like, grounding friend group. Because for her, like, the friend group was the thing that, like, centered her and calmed her down. Even though, like, everyone would be like, oh, your family or, like, your mom. And she was like, I actually, it's not my mom. <laughs> like, she liked her mom, actually, about it. And was like, yeah, no, I totally think of you. It's what keeps me calm. And she's like, actually, I think of my friends because my friends are, my friends understand me and don't judge me. <laughs> they don't like yeah. do things like that. And I was like, that's like a really relatable experience as well. Because at some point in your life, there is a, a time when you 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 just can't understand your mother as a daughter. <laughs> You're like, I just don't get it. Like, why are you like this to me? If that makes sense. And so I thought it was cool that they featured that. 
and then i mean the friends were much more forgiving than the mom like even the mean guy and like when all the friends when she kind of betrays them and is like oh they made me do all this shit like they forgive her right away but the mom is like unrelenting that broke my heart that scene and she's like my friends did it because she knew her mom was gonna blame the friends i was like oh my god Mm -hmm. Uh, broke my heart yeah there was um hilariously like um maybe cut this out but i just remember i watched the friends reunion thing with my mom even though i've (laughs) never seen friends but they talked about how the pitch for the show was that it's about the time in your life when your friends are your family and i think that was kind of like i always think about that now because i'm like you know what that's really true and i think that um i didn't know that was such a universal experience it's like there's there's moments in people's lives where their friends are kind of like their family yeah um and this is kind of one of those like because the friends had more screen time than the dad dude yeah yeah and i was like (laughs) that was like super relatable for me even though like i wouldn't say i really even had like super strong friend groups like i would say like my siblings were more like my friends so, like, for me, it was, like, super weird to think that people were, like, I can't talk to my parents about this. I'm going to go over to so-and-so's house. And, like, that was unfathomable to me. Wow. So, like, I very much That's felt, like, the younger daughter. I was, like, yeah, no, I'm super close to my mom and my dad. And, like, I love them and everything. But also, like, terrified at the same time. <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I'm going to get in trouble. And I was, like, That's so yeah. real. Like, I was, like, no, I can't just, like, go over to my friend's house. Like, no, my friends can't come over. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, this is separate. You keep these. These are two different things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I was so shocked when I, like, went to high school and, like, people were like, oh, yeah, we're just going to go over to my house after class. And I was like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah, we're just going to, like, no hang way. out. <laughs> I was like, your parents just, like, let you get in someone else's car and just, like, go hang out at the mall. I was like, Oh <laughs> wait how old were you when that was happening that was like high school like i was not allowed like if people were driving like like it was a big deal for me for prom for my parents to have let me like go out with my friends in the fact that like one of them was driving and it wasn't like an adult Okay, actually, yeah, that's true. My mom had a rule where none of my friends could drive me anywhere. Yeah, like, I was like, (laughs) why? Isn't this super inconvenient for you? It's so funny, too, because, like, they totally know how inconvenient that is. Like, now, like, my brother brother would go everywhere with his friends, and I was like, bro, I wasn't even allowed to leave the house. Like, I wasn't allowed to go out to the mall unless they had met the other kid's parents. Like, you're joking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's eldest daughter treatment. Yeah. I was like, the fact that her mom didn't like her best friend. And I was like, that's so funny. (laughs) Okay, that's a little too real. She's like, she's a bad influence. And I was like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, that's a little too Uh, real. (laughs) So funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was like, honestly, I didn't think that this movie was going to make me remember so much of my childhood, but I, like, because it's like, I don't ever think about it. Like, nothing's ever centered around actual, like, growing up adolescence of, like, a a woman, <laughs> like, a female kid, like, actually being, like, a preteen. And so it was like, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about, like, that experience or, like, what that felt like. Like, now I'm thinking about it. And I absolutely had never given a second thought to it before. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. 
Yeah. Also, <laughs> can we talk about the fact that the mother's panda was so big? <laughs> I know. She has a lot of anger. A I was like, girl, anger. why is she so big? <laughs> the dad's just like, I told you she was big. And they're like, what the? That's she's so like, gonna funny. smash this building. I was like, I thought the little girl was a big panda. I was like, she's like giant. She's like hopping over like buildings and like using her like poof to like like soften her fall. And then the mom transforms. And I was like, what the heck is this? Why is she so big? <laughs> It was honestly crazy that they all left their pandas behind, except for her. I honestly was yeah. expecting a Disney sort of ending where they're like, you changed our minds, we're going to keep it. But the, none of yeah. them did. And I was like, whoa. It was so crazy. interesting that even like the mom, like even up until that last minute, like after mm-hmm. she like is walked to the portal by her own daughter and told that like it's okay, she like leaves her panda, but then she still asks her daughter to leave the panda. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro. That was crazy. That one, honestly, because people said Encanto was about, like, generational trauma, whatever. This one was a lot less on the nose and more about, like, paving your own way and, like, breaking those, like, breaking the family curse. But then in this case, she keeps it, you know, and she kind of reappropriates it not as a curse but i was like this one is yeah, like, so much more about like yeah you know, it was so the much more line of yeah yeah very well packaged i would say yeah so much more um i don't know how to describe it's it just more thorough like it, <laughs> it was thought through all the way so i feel yeah, like in Kanto, like they... they just kind of were like like they kind of stopped after like they were like oh yeah the powers and then they were like okay we have these because like our grandma and then our grandma like witnessed all these horrible things so that's why she's like this and then everyone accepted it and then Mirabelle was like why though and then they just like stopped (laughs) and they were just like all right (laughs) end of movie I was like wait so we're not gonna talk about it still (laughs) The fact that, I'm sorry, I was done with Encanto when that girl was like, oh, I knew he was here the whole time. Goodbye. Why? Then She's like, yeah, I hear him in the walls. I was like, girl, that is rude. (laughs) I knew that man was sitting there just sobbing, wanting to be a part of the family, and you just let him just think that everyone hated him. Oh, wow. Like, that's the plot holes I'm talking about. And also, it was so awkward and uncalled for, like, that one song where that girl is talking about, like, needing to be strong. Because I was like, that is, it was so random. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. And I was like, that honestly is, like, such, so, like, they could have dived into that, like, and it would have been so great if they had given that, like, way more screen time, you know, and, like, thought and effort in the story. And then it was just, like, one one time and even like the other sister and they're like she's perfect and she's like i don't want to be perfect and i was like and then like even then like she didn't really just not perfect she was like i'm gonna make ugly things that are still beautiful and we were like is that is that different she's like i made a cactus instead of a flower and i was like "Mm." i mean you're you're close you're getting there that is a step that's a step in the right direction yeah, it was just so cluttered and messy. She's like, but I want to see one, what I can do. And I was like, if you wanted to see the older daughter's, like, transformation, just watch Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> watch 
We'll get to Frozen. Don't worry. Don't feel. <laughs> she was like, I have to be perfect. And I was like, let it go. <laughs> oh, my God. Goodbye. Wait, didn't they make that reference? I think they reference. Probably. At some point. I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm not going to lie. They really only had, like, that one good song. Which one? The Bruno song. Like, that song went hard. But every other song oh, was just kind of, like, forgettable. Yeah. It was. I remember reading a review after that movie that said, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda needs to take a break because it was, like, <laughs> not his best work. Yeah, I know. I was like, give um, the man a break, yeah. dude. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's, like, he's... Honestly, that man's carrying a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. I was like, it kind of sucks that, like, he did, did, like, so well and now everyone expects him to be, like, the pinnacle of, like, Latinx, like, representation. <laughs> and we're like, you know, like... It's kind of like like being like, oh yeah, Denzel Washington is like the pinnacle of like the he's the one black man. Like why, why yeah. why do we do this? <laughs> Please stop. Oh, Dude, I made Wonder I Woman. I am a woman that directed that movie, and now I am in charge of the female agenda. Like what? Why do we put so much pressure on these people? And like, and like I can't even blame like just society because. I feel like when we watch these movies as people of color, like we put even more pressure on it to be better than normal because we have to put that pressure on ourselves in order to just like live. <laughs> and it's like, I guess we don't have to do that. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm pretty rough regardless. I feel like these past couple movies I've been pretty not coda but the ones before i've been pretty like scathing even though those aren't i'm just like i don't know i'm hard i'm tough to please i have no bias um i'll be honest i can't even remember what we reviewed lately the last one i remember is lost daughter yeah and i was like we did the lost daughter what the heck did we do before that i don't remember <laughs> i just hit my head oh Ugh, um, yeah, whatever. Okay, what would you rate the movie? I, Do you have anything else you want to say? No, okay. I don't think so. Okay, I liked it. I would definitely recommend it to people, and I would definitely watch it again. Amazing. Shout out to the boy band that is also part of Saving the Mother. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm so glad that scene happened. Like, just for how funny it was. I was like, please tell me they're going to get the boy band to sing their song. So that the mom can turn back into a human. I was like, please they tell me they're going to so do it. And then cute. they did. And I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> I love them. They were so, <laughs> so cute. happy. I was like, thank you so much for giving this to me. Uh, they were I loved fine. It. I like that there were five of them, but their name was like having to do with the number four. And they just like never talked about it. And I was like, that's so funny. It's like five seconds of summer, you know. <laughs> there's only four of them. But there's there's five four. seconds. <laughs> You know, that's just a boy band thing. Oh, that's so funny. I just, yeah. I loved that. I was like, yeah, no, this is very much the vibe of, like, my childhood. I, I loved it. Yeah, no, I, so, yeah, I'd probably give it, like, an eight. Eight or I'd nine? I'd give it, like, seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good one. Because it was just fun, yeah. yeah Even it was though it wasn't one. what I thought it was going to be, yeah. was still, it was still really enjoyable. Or would like, recommend it. like the little boy, yeah, like the boy that was like blackmailing her into like 
doing his birthday party, they all find out that he also loves the boy band, and then he just I becomes know. a part of the the friend group. And I was like, that really is how our relationships worked as kids. We we're like, oh, you like the I same thing too. I was just about to say that. I know you pantsed me last year, but also you like this band too. Like, oh my god, we have to be best friends. So I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> we no, really did all agree like that. Yeah, literally anyone was just friends with anybody. So, yeah, that was, like, so perfect. Ugh, great. They were so quick to forgive. <laughs> it was so nice. It was wholesome. But also, fun fact about the direct or the director, she just was promoted to, like, an executive position of, like, animation Pixar. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Which is awesome. Yeah. Oh, and she's the one that did that bow short film. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. So good. Um, any recommendations? Everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> yeah, just because in general, just watch yeah, it. In general, just watch it, but <laughs> yeah, like it, it also kind of deals with that like mother daughter like pressure in our generational like trauma type thing as well in a much more nuanced mm-hmm. way than Encanto. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch Encanto. That's my recommendation. <laughs> no, watch Encanto so that we can have better things better than Encanto. Oh, yeah, that's true. You have to know your enemies. Yeah. Know your enemies. We still live in a capitalistic world. Yeah. Weaponize um. the capitalism. <laughs> Especially Disney capitalism. Girl boss. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other movies. That's all I have to say. Um... Like, the only other movie I can think of that really, like, kind of deals with, like, mother-daughter relationship is Lady Bird. That's true. Do you know any, like, animated movies? Of, like, mother-daughter relationships? I guess so. Not really. The The mom's always fucking dead. Brave. Yeah, you can Disney watch Brave. Especially. You can watch Brave. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that, yeah. LOL. That's true. There's only now two Disney movies where the mother isn't dead. Just kidding. I don't think Moana's <laughs> mom true. was dead. They just, She just, like, wasn't in the movie. That's fucked up, though. <laughs> she might as well be. Yeah, like, mm, R.I.P. Yeah. Anyway. One of its kind. Yeah, we are in an era with a lot of unique movies. So I think it's, it's getting awesome, harder and yeah. harder to be like, yeah, they stand alone for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because over the summer we're going to talk more about animated movies and Disney movies and do a little a little bit more of a deep dive into, into this film that's so accessible and digestible for people. So yeah, stay tuned for that. And thanks for listening to this podcast and this episode as long as it might be. Um, we really enjoyed talking about it and hope that you enjoy it too. You can follow us on Instagram at Feminine War Podcast and TikTok. Um, go ahead and DM us any questions or movie recommendations. We love interacting with you guys. Thank you so much. Um, and that's it for today. Bye. Bye.